Ministries Television Ministry. We, we just thank you for being with us today. Uh, we have something different for you today. Uh, Ken is going to be giving his testimony today, and the next program I'm going to be giving my testimony. And so Ken and I have been married for 48 years. Amen. Uh, it's 48 and a half. We can, we're counting halves now. Yes. And so, and, um, you know, it's not just Ken and I here today. We have Pam Berry with us, and she's in the amen corner, and she's going to intercede for us that, that we don't mess up and that we don't uh, do, say anything that's going to uh, bring shame to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so uh, we thank Pam for being such a faithful partner, and I want to give a shout-out and a love to uh, the, our production partners amen. that have so uh, that have partnered with us to enable us to be on television. And so we thank you for that. And uh, Ken, I'm going to turn it over to you. And um, I, I told Ken, I said, it's good for you to give your testimony first so I can correct you when I, when I give my testimony. Well, praise the Lord. You know, it, uh, <laughs> you try to forget your testimony. You try to, you know, look, look, what's, I do. look what's ahead. So you do have a tendency to forget parts of your testimony. And that's why neither one of us like class reunions, because they keep talking about <laughs> what we used to be. And I, it's like, I don't remember that person. Yeah, that's the old uh, That's the that's old, the old life. man. You, that's the old life. You get in the new life, you want to live the new life. So mm -hmm. you, know, you get transformed. And the Bible says that. You're no longer conformed to the world, but you get transformed, transformed. by renewing your mind. Mm -hmm. So you renew your mind on the things of God. And we've been doing that for 36 years, Mary. So, so when we give our testimony, there might be some things that, you know, won't remember today and we'll pick it up in the next program yeah. or whatever the case would be. Uh, but anyway, praise hallelujah. I want to say praise hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. God is so good and his mercy endures forever. Forever. Don't have a lot of time to share, so I'm going to try to get this all in in the time that we have here today. You know, the Bible says in uh, Jeremiah 1.5, it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Well, praise God. You know, God knows us in the womb. Mm -hmm. He knows us even before, you know, he knows yeah. us. And way, that, way that's back. a great scripture against abortion. Right exactly, there, right exactly. There. So yeah. God knows us. God's got, you know, Jeremiah 29.11 says, God's got a plan and purpose mm -hmm. for yep. all of us. Yeah. Amen. For all of us, he's got a plan and purpose. You know, mm -hmm. Romans 3, 9 to 20, it says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. You know, so many of us think we, you know, we're going to heaven. You know, I'm going, to, are you going to heaven? Uh, yes. Well, how do you know you're going to heaven? Well, because I go to church. Well, going to church doesn't make you a, a, right. a Christian or that you're going to heaven. There's, mm -hmm. there's reasons, uh, there's scripture for going to heaven. Amen. So uh, I'm going to share that with you. And also, uh, you know, in John 8, 32, it says, The truth shall set you free. Well, the truth is Jesus Christ. He's, he's, yeah. the, he's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. He's alive. And, uh, you know, many people know about God, but they don't know about Jesus. And Jesus is the Savior of the world. He's the Son of God. He was sent uh, for us, you know, that had been separated from God. If you go back to Genesis 3, man was separated from, from, uh, from the Lord because of what Adam and Eve did. Amen. So to get back to the Lord, you've got to do something. And that brings us over to Romans 10, 9, 9 through 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. In Romans 10, 13, it says, you know, those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So what I'm doing, I'm sharing some scripture with you. You can kind of see that, uh, you know, we're not, we're not off the wall. We're not goofy people. We are people that found the truth. Amen? Yeah. And in all my life, I've said, Who's got the truth? 
you know, we have all the different denominations. We have all these different beliefs. And, uh, you know, we were raised up in a denominational setting and stuff like that. And, and uh, well, who's got the truth? You know, and you just live. And, you know, the Bible says in uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, that God of this world blinds the, those that don't believe, those That's that right. are unbelieving. They're, yep. they're blinded. You can't see it because there's a veil. There's a veil over it blocking. You can't see it. So actually, you need somebody to knock on your door or say, hey, you know. Wake up, Jacob. You know, have you, have you ever asked Jesus Christ to come in your life? And people say, well, yeah, I go to church. Going to church doesn't make you a Christian. Amen. So uh, I'm gonna, we're going to share some things. And let me take you to another scripture. And this one's always turned me on. And that's John chapter 3. It's talking about Nicodemus, which was a ruler of the Jews. He was a teacher of the law. He was a very educated man. And he came to Jesus by night. Jesus. Nick at night. Yeah, Nick at night. <laughs> but, you know, Jesus, what, what's the deal here? You know, he says, uh, you know, uh, if I told you earthly things and you do not believe, how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? So when it comes to salvation, the new birth, we're talking about uh, uh, new things, heavenly things, amen, spiritual things. But he says, you know, uh, how can he be born again, you know, in the flesh? I'm a big man. How can I get born again? He's, so uh, Jesus says, I'm not talking about the flesh. I'm talking about the spirit. Yeah. So the spirit man was separated back in Genesis chapter 3. He was separated from the Lord. And to get back to the Lord, there's got to be some rest restoration. There's got to be something that we have mm -hmm. to do. And that, again, brings, us back, brings me back to Romans 10, 9 through 10, about confessing the Lord Jesus and believing in your heart. Amen? So uh, praise the Lord. And, you know, we, we in 2 Corinthians 2.11, we, got, we can't be ignorant of Satan's devices. Satan's out there to trick you, to turn you this way and that way. Uh, that's the way he is. That's his mission. Amen? Um, let me show, uh, hallelujah. So let me just go into my, my testimony. Amen. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Glory to God. Where do I start? Well, um, I was born back in 1949, so I'm a 1949 model. You Amen? are. In fact, you are too. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're both 1949 models, amen? But uh, you're born in the world, and, uh, and uh, you're born into sin, really, amen? But I remember as a little boy, I suppose around age eight or nine, my Aunt B from uh, South, South Carolina, I believe it was, she came and, and sat by my bedside one night when I was going to bed, and uh, Mary, she brought me uh, a New Testament Bible. Not Old Testament, New Testament, just a, just a New Testament Bible. She sat by my bed and, and she just started sharing with me. Now, I don't re recollect what she was sharing with me, but I remember the Bible she gave me. And, and uh, when you open up inside here, she had written uh, John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him would not mm -hmm. perish, but have everlasting life. Well, I'm a whosoever, and you are too. Mm -hmm. And I believe she shared that with me. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, as a little boy, it didn't probably mean a whole lot to me. But I believe this. I believe that she, she went into Romans 10, 9, and 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. So I believe as a little boy I did that. And uh, it probably, if I would have died after the age of eight, I probably would have gone to heaven. Amen? But I just don't recall. But I know she was a born, what we call born-again believer. And that's what John talks about. If you look at um, John 3, 7, it says, uh, Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. So when you, some places, you know, we were in church one time, it says, 
Stay away from them born-again people. Well, stay away from born-again people. No, you need to hang around born-again people. You need, <laughs> yes. Those are the people that have the truth. Yeah. Remember I said we were searching, searching out the truth, and the only truth I could find is that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's, he is the truth. There is no other way. I mean, so don't be deceived today. Don't be deceived today. Amen. So anyway, uh, as a little boy, I believe that she uh, led me to the Lord. Amen. And uh, so anyway, you know, you go on through living through life and, and uh, doing your own thing or whatever. And uh, it wasn't until the age of 33 and uh, when I gave my life to the Lord. And how that happened is, is my wife, uh, Mary, here gave her life to the Lord on July 4th of 1982. That firecracker day. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody celebrates my Mary, birthday. She's excited yep. that day. Yep. Gave her life to the Lord, and then uh, you know, I mean, you know, Mary lived her life and whatever, and she didn't press on me or anything like that. But then in September of that year, my younger brother uh, had heart problems and so forth, and and um, I had found out that somebody had told me that he had given his life to the Lord, and of course I started to inquire about that. What does that mean? So I got a hold of my older sister, and uh, my older sister was had been, you know, born again for many many years, and uh, she was she's the one that uh, led my brother to the Lord along with uh, another pastor. And, would, and it brought healing to his heart. And brought healing gave when him he got born new, again. Yes, gave mm -hmm. him a brand new heart, and mm -hmm. and it was powerful. So, you know, here I was sitting there drinking a beer and smoking and everything else at that particular time, and I. And I, so I wanted to know about this, so I called my brother up. And I said, hey, tell me about this, uh, what's, what's going on? And he began to tell me. And he was saying that, uh, I remember him saying something about it. He, had a, he said, Kenny, it's uh, absolutely amazing what, what I just feel so, so relieved. I just feel so free. And he said, it's just like uh, when I was getting uh, baptized in the Holy Spirit, okay? He gave his life to the Lord. He got baptized in the Holy Spirit. He says, just like there was like a, a vase, whatever, with water. And it was just pouring down inside me. And it was just going inside me. And uh, as it went inside me, then it started coming out of me. And he began to speak in what they say, you know, other speaking tongues. in other tongues or speaking a heavenly language. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, I this stuff is weird. You know, I said, you know, all this kind of stuff. You're trying to understand it intellectually in your mind. Couldn't comprehend you know, what, what this was, was all about. And, and I said, well, you know, uh, talking to my sister, I says, I want this. And when I said, I want this, she says, are you sure? I said, yes, I, I want to do this. So we lived in, uh, living about 150 miles away from them. And, and so they came to our home that weekend. My older sister came down and, and, uh, and what they did is they took me up in the bedroom, up in our, in our home. And, uh, I got beside my bed, got on my knees, and I just, uh, they started to tell me scripture and tell me what I needed to do, and we were praying and all these things, and, and, uh, and I just uh, asked the Lord to come into my heart, and I repented of my sins. I just, I just, I mean, I let it go. I mean, I was 33 years old. I was, I was a man. I was an, you know, intelligent man, I think, and everything, and I just, but anyway, what they're sharing with me was, was spiritual things, and uh, I just repented of my sins, and and ask God to forgive me. Lord, I've just been living a, a bad life, and I, I've been separated from you, and I want you in my life. But, you know, I went through all kind of, in the, in the denominational setting, I went through 
uh, you know, confirmation, uh, catechism. I went through all that kind of stuff and, you know, all these, all these things. And, and I thought, you know, I was saved. I thought, you know, what do I have to do this? Because that's what we were told. In fact, yeah, we went into two uh, different churches. Yeah. Remember? Sat through altar calls. Sat through altar with calls. Tears after altar streaming calls. Streaming down tears. our face. Four and a half years, two different Remember cities. Remember Lowell Lundstrom? We went to one of his conferences. Oh, yeah. He was giving his altar call. And we were shaking and we were crying, but we had no reason to go forward because we had been told we were saved. Yeah, that, see, that's the thing. So many times people think they're, they're really going to heaven. Mm -hmm. In reality, they're not because they've been mm -hmm. given the wrong information. They've been actually given the wrong information about what salvation is all about. And uh, I, I'm sorry that some people get offended about it, but I'm telling you what, we, we, we've been through this thing. And we've been through it, and I really b believe that the only way is making your confession through Romans, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, if you look at uh, Paul, Apostle Paul's conversion, and if you go to the book of Acts 9, Paul gave his life to the, to the Lord. I mean, he was on the road to Damascus, you know, and, and the, the light shone about him, and actually he lost his sight. And uh, he opened his eyes and he couldn't really see anything. Mm -hmm. But he said, uh, you know, uh, the Lord sent a guy uh, named Ananias to Paul. Yeah. And he shared with Paul that the Lord, hey, the Lord's calling you. Mm -hmm. Now, Paul was a mean old. He, I mean, he, you know, he was a mean guy. I mean, he persecuted Christians. He yeah. killed them. He was a murderer. He was, did all these things. He was a bad boy. But anyway, that day on that road to Damascus, his whole life changed. And he surrendered his life to the Lord and, and began to serve the Lord. And when he got saved, immediately he yeah. went out and preached the gospel. Uh, you know, so it doesn't make any difference what condition you're in or whatever the case would be. You know, God, God wants you. You know, say, well, I'm a bad kid. I do this. I do that. I cuss. I curse. Whatever. That make a difference. Get, get with the Lord and let him clean you up. Amen? Let him clean you up. So anyway, uh, so anyway at the, at, in my bedroom there, I gave, gave my life to the Lord. And things just changed, and they told me about salvation and so forth. But then they brought up something else to me about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Mary, wow, praise God. Now, if you go to the book of Acts uh, 1.8, it says, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You shall receive power. Well, there's power in, in the Holy Spirit. You can get born again, you get the Holy Spirit, but to get the fullness of the Holy Spirit, you must be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Amen. And it, and it results... Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. The, the, it says spiritually speaking now, because what? Your spirit, soul, and body, your spirit is reborn when you ask the Lord mm -hmm. to come into your heart. And uh, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water, and you begin to speak this language. And man, I remember uh, when I got the Holy Spirit, man, I just went, I, I just felt the power of God. Yeah. You know, we lived in a split-level home, and it was about, what, five, six, six? I jumped them steps. I got yeah. so excited. Yeah. Man, I just... You couldn't shut me up. I just, it just started flowing out and of joy, me. The joy of the Lord yes. really is flowing yeah. out of my spirit. Yeah. And uh, man, I tell you, and then we started listening to many good teaching tapes. I believe when you get saved, you've got to engage immediately and start getting some good teaching yeah. tapes. Uh, listen to, like my wife, so I've got some awesome biblical teachings. Uh, learn about different things about the Lord. And Mary... Do you remember after that we we got out the vines the strongs we got everything Those we didn't great have big books. we didn't have these we things we didn't have the phone <laughs> we didn't have all that stuff so we had uh, books laying all over our table yes. right yeah and we were studying and, and the we cassette were, tapes and we were putting it out there just amazing over. and one day some lady comes by and knocks on our door 
comes in and sits down with us, and she says, I need that Lord told me to come over here and tell you this, that uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And uh, she said, you guys, you guys are talking or whatever, or you're doing things silently, reading, but faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. So we began to build our faith up as we heard the word of God. And uh, it was just absolutely powerful. And, you know, I remember people saying six months after we got saved that, man, you guys know more than people that have been saved for 30, 40 years. Well, if you apply yourself, the Bible says in James 1.22, to be doers of the word of God. And uh, we just not only heard the word of God, but we began to apply the word of God. And that's where the strength came in. And, and uh, you know, and Mary, uh, of course, I quit a job that I had for 12 and a half years in the corporate world. Uh, you know, and you're, you know, of course, your boss thinks you're crazy and everything else that you're doing. But they were going to send you back to Aberdeen in South Dakota where you, you, all your drinking buddies were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. You know, you don't want to go back to the old stuff. You know, mm -hmm. you say, well, I'll lose my friends if I do this or that. Well, that's good because God will give you new friends. Amen? Mm -hmm. He'll give you new friends and better friends, friends that will love you uh, unconditionally. You really quit quite a career because uh, you were on television. You were on radio in five states. Mm -hmm. And, and they, you opened up buying offices for the grain, mm -hmm. uh, grain market. He, yeah. was a, he worked with the stock market. He, he, that 12-year career, um, wow. Well, you just give it up, you know. But the thing is, but when you we found when the Lord calls, better. yeah, when call, He'd give you something better. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it wasn't an easy road. I mean, there's things we went through and and all that kind of stuff. And and uh, we, I, I tell you what, it, it's just it's hard for for the world to understand when you do that. And mm -hmm. but I think you have to be very careful that it's the Lord sending you out. Yeah. Uh, sometimes yeah. people say, well, so-and-so uh, quit his job, and so I'm going to quit my job. Uh, that don't work that way. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember a guy that, uh, we, when we were on television one time, uh, the guy heard us at mm -hmm. 2 o'clock in the morning, and he's been contemplating, should he go to Bible college and stuff like that? And he, well, I don't know if I should, I don't know if I should, whatever. He quit a 25-year career in, with, uh, with, uh, with this company. 25 years. Aesthetics, yeah, I think he quit, it was, right? Yeah. And he quit, and he was going to go in the ministry, whatever. But he found out that it wasn't that easy. It's not that easy. So mm -hmm. uh, you have to be very, very you sure. Have to know. And, and uh, Mary, um, but anyway, I got. I mean, I got so excited. You know what? I got the salvation is uh, how, it's so powerful. It's so awesome how God can t take a person yeah. uh, that's uh, so worldly. And turn him around yeah. and, and to make him a godly person and take on yeah. a, a godly character. Amen. Can I ask you a question? Uh, I'll, make it so, yeah. I'll, I'll make it quick. <laughs> because there's so many people that are watching right now that didn't have a father or didn't have oh, a good yeah. father. Mm -hmm. And um, how do they trust God to be their father when their earthly father wasn't there? Because you, yeah, you, you experienced that. Well, I think the, ten, the tendency, you know, I had friends, uh, and uh, I always looked to the friends, uh, their father. You know, mm -hmm. they, had a, they had a good okay. father and stuff. Okay. So I would say, you know, that's why I like to hang around them because their mom and dad were very nice people, whatever. But also, reason like when we were, my dad, my mother was a wonderful, wonderful person. She, she was. He never drank. I mean, she whatever. But my dad was an alcoholic. And... Uh, 
you know, uh, us kids, you know, there was six of us, and uh, say hello to my brothers and sisters, uh, Joy and Marianne and Linda and Daryl and Larry. God bless you guys for, for listening to us today. Amen. Uh, but um, he was, he was uh, an alcoholic, <clears throat> and he was, a, he was a welder, and he was very good at what he did, but when he'd work, he'd, you know, they just, alcoholics drink up their whole paychecks, the whole all these paycheck. things. And as children, we ended up going on welfare and ADC or whatever it was. And, and my parents Christmases. went through a divorce when I was about 11, yeah. 11 12 years old. They went, I, they went through a divorce. So it was a very tough situation then. But, you know, I remember I said as a little boy, I said, when I grow up, I'm going to have a white-collar job. I'm going to have a, a wonderful family. I'm going to have a nice home. And this is what I said when I was a little boy. So his little vision planted inside mm-hmm. me that that's what I was going to be, that I wasn't going to be an alcoholic. And, you know, but, but our family, we started to drink. A lot of us started drinking, and yeah. uh, more, more so the boys than, than the girls. But anyway, we, we would drink. And, uh, and uh, you know, for years, you being in the corporate world also, I found myself becoming that way at drinking and, and not being the husband that I was supposed to be and be the dad that I was supposed to be. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, but you, you, you think, when I got married, my wife was married before, and when I got married, we, we had a, there was a child. And when you know when you're 21 years old, you really don't know how to handle a family. I'm sorry, you really don't know how to handle family. But you didn't have a good example. <clears throat> no, I never of, had of any how example. To, how so. to be a good father? But I all I didn't know how to <clears throat> really live that way. But I started going to alcoholism and all these kinds of things, and it's really affecting our whole life. And you know, we went through a separation after 22 years of marriage. And uh, we're going to talk about some of that, I think, later on as we get into that. But how God is a God of reconciliation. He's a God of restoration. And uh, he's a loving God. I'm going to talk about my Lord. Jesus is just awesome. He went to the cross for you, for me. He shed his, his body was beaten for us. Uh, he shed his blood for us. And uh, so that we would have life and life more abundantly. Amen. So salvation is so powerful. God is so good. I want to pray for you right now. <coughs> Excuse me. Father, we just love you this, today. We just love you so much, Lord. We just pray for every person that's watching this program today. Lord, I just pray something that was said, and I, I have so much more to say in, in my testimony. But, Lord, there's something that's said today that Jesus would be exalted and shown to these people, Father, right now that are away from him. You think you're going to heaven, you don't have any idea, but the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth. So right now, I want you to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and I want you to believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And I believe if you made that confession, that you are saved. You are saved by saying that. But here's the thing. You get saved, go to find yourself a good church, find your place where they're, they're preaching the gospel. Amen. And uh, get in the Word yourself. Start digging out. Get that Bible out, Old Testament, New Testament. Begin to read. Uh, Well, where do I start? Well, go into the book of John and just start reading about John. Amen. Read about uh, John chapter 3, the new birth. And I'm telling you, it's going to open your eyes. I believe your spiritual eyes are going to be opened as you read the Word of God. You know, uh, Jesus wants to be in your life. He wants to be your life. You know, Mm -hmm. He wants a relationship with you. You know, so many of you are in, in religion, and religion kills, Mary. Mm-hmm. Religion is bad, but God wants a, real, a relationship with you. That's what it's all about. You can simply just 
call upon the name of the Lord. Oh, Father God, I thank you for my wonderful day. Lord, you said this is the day the Lord hath made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Could you imagine just waking up and just rejoicing every day? Just rejoicing in the Lord. Say, oh, God, you're so good. You saved me when I died, when I had to take my last breath. I'm on my way to heaven. Hallelujah. And I'm running on streets of gold. So you begin to learn about heaven. You Amen. begin to learn about hell. There's a heaven, there's a hell. Mm -hmm. Amen. A heaven to gain, hell to shun. Mm -hmm. But we need to have Jesus in our life. And uh, he'll just cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And when you get born again, you become 100% righteous with Amen. God. Amen. Hallelujah. God loves you. The Bible tells us God loves you. Sometimes you've heard that God's done. Why did I lose my loved one? And why did this and that? But I want to tell yeah. you that my God is a loving God. He cares for yes, everybody. I don't care what you're, if you're living on the street today, he loves you so much and he's got a, a, a better life for you. You know, people want to just live a mediocre life, just get by survival, but God wants you to live in abundance. Amen. Amen. So praise God. And we want to hear from you. Uh, we, you know, go to the henbosterministries.org and uh, let us hear from you. Give us a testimony of what God's done in your life. And, you know, I want you to listen to Mary's testimony on the next program. I'm telling you. Uh, what this lady went through is, is powerful, and I believe it's, it's life-changing. So hopefully I was able to help you something with, with, with what I said today, but I know Mary's testimony is going to be a blessing to you as well. Amen. Mary, do you have anything you want to add? You have such a ministry of encouragement. You really, Glory to you really, God. You really, Hallelujah. You really Thank you, Jesus. And, um, you know, <laughs> I, I like to be around you and Pam because you just always bring so much courage and joy Got to that people. that fire. Yes, <laughs> yes. That fire. But I, I want to give <laughs> honor to who honor is due. Yes. Your sister, Joy. Yes, 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 yes. She didn't quit praying for her family to be safe for, for seven, seven years. years. Yeah, seven years. And yeah. right now, yeah. tomorrow, when we're recording this, it's the day before Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving, 1982, we were all baptized in the Baptist Church oh, uh, in, in Marshall, Minnesota. Remember that? Uh, 36 uh, years ago tomorrow. We were, we were, we were um, they, they rented the baptismal from the yeah, Baptist Church, yeah, sure and we all immersed yeah. and came up rejoicing, rejoicing. Yeah, but you know, one, th one other thing I want to add in here. You and know, you could be that one person in your yeah. family. Yeah. To bring all your family members to the Lord. Yeah, and that, that's just powerful. But, you know, I gave my life to the Lord, and then we started talking to our other family members, uh, and then they got gave their life to the Lord and stuff, so it's awesome. So mm -hmm. praise the Lord. God bless you. We love you, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. And if you'd like to get, donate to the ministry, go to the website there, KenBostonMinistries.org, yes. and you can plant a seed into some good ground. Amen? Yes. Mary? Always oh, good to be with you, lover. <laughs> I love my wife in Jesus' name. God bless you. We'll catch Amen. you later. Bye-bye. Amen. 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 Amen.